Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome. Thank you guys all for joining us tonight. Uh, with just a week left until Election Day, I'm very excited for tonight's timely conversation. Uh, our student athletes have been working really hard on, on campus to get everyone uh, registered. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about um, how, how their efforts have come about and how they're succeeding in that. And then Morgan is also working very hard um, in the broader community. So we're very excited to bring this conversation between alumni um, and our student athletes. So without further ado, I'm going to briefly introduce our speakers and then let them start talking about voting. Uh, first, please welcome our two student athletes, uh, Matt Thomas, senior on the baseball team, co-president of SAC, and Gabby Donaldson, sophomore on the women's basketball team. And Morgan Brown, Harvard baseball alum from the class of 2006, who is currently working on the New Hampshire Democratic campaign. So Morgan, I will pass it off to you. Yes, thank you very much. And thank you to the Harvard Varsity Club for uh, everything that you do uh, for us as student athletes while we're at Harvard and for the broader community of student athletes uh, who are now alums. Um, I know I can speak for myself and on behalf of everybody by saying how proud we are of Gabby and Matt for all the work that they've done um, on campus. Um, and I'd like to get right into to that. Um, so the Harvard Votes Challenge, um, You've been extraordinarily successful um, during a time when a lot of us are figuring out how to operate new ways of doing things during the pandemic. Um, 41 teams with 100% voter registration. How, how did you pull that off? Gabby, I'll start with you. Um, well, I definitely say that um, with under the leadership of Matt and uh, many of the other people who led this initiative, I definitely believe that um, this is one of the times when everyone just really um, was really invested. And it's a great feeling to know that, um, that we, we're kind of embodying that more than an athlete uh, mantra that we all, you know, support. So I think it's definitely a great thing. Um, and it shows us that, you know, we have other duties outside of being student athletes. And this is one that's very important. So we're really excited about it. And Matt, can you talk a little bit about SAC um, and uh, your role as, as co-president and how uh, SAC participates with the Harvard Votes Challenge? Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Morgan. So uh, back, I think, in May or June, the Harvard Votes Challenge uh, reached out to us saying, hey, we are planning on trying to get 100% voter engagement for all students on campus. And we would love to work with the with SAC and all of the sports teams to try and get teams to register kind of with their teammates. And we thought it was a great idea. We were really looking for ways, um, knowing that there is the potential for a virtual semester um, to try and engage a student body and really kind of like go beyond just being athletes and using our platform maybe to be uh, responsible, engaged citizens um, and try and be leaders in the community. And so uh, we were on board and they've been really great in helping us. Um, we've brainstormed together ways to try and engage people on each team and try and make sure everyone uh, gets educated and knows what resources they have. And so um, what we've had is we've ended up having a point person on each team who's been uh, responsible and really doing a lot of the legwork um, in getting their teammates to sign up. So Gabby, for example, has been the women's basketball rep and has been a superstar. Um, just reaching out to her teammates, making sure that everyone knows um, all of the registration deadlines for their own home states and making sure that everyone has been signed up and ready to go. Uh, and because people like Gabby have really been so passionate on each and every team, and really taken on all this responsibility, um, it's, it's been even more successful than we could have imagined. 
That's amazing. We should uh, get some of your organizing tactics uh, and spread them out in the real world. I know we've got a lot of alumni watching this that are probably going to want to hire you immediately after we get off here. Um, I'm thinking about this uh, and tying the, the mission to Harvard's mission, which is for creating uh, citizen leaders for our society. Um, Matt, I know you're a captain. Gabby, you've taken a prominent role in getting this started. Can you talk a little bit about what you've learned about leadership through this effort? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely speak on that. So um, one thing that I've learned um, about leadership that I've always believed is that leadership is service. And this is a time when um, all of us have gotten a chance to serve our teams in a different way other than getting assists or getting rebounds or what have you. And um, it definitely, it's a very humbling experience. It's exciting. Um, if you love to lead, you have to love to serve. And um, just getting everyone involved and being supportive and um, being a leader in a different way has been exceptionally an exceptional experience. So um, I definitely say that it's definitely hard work, uh, but it always pays off. You see the numbers speak for themselves. So it's really exciting. Yeah, um, to echo what Gabby said, one thing that I, it's been really more clear than ever for me is just how uh, in leadership, you never accomplish anything alone. Um, so in, in doing this, just all of the, it sounds cliche almost coming from an athlete, but like the amazing teamwork um, that's been going on. So it's sometimes my job, it feels like is even easier than people like Gabby, where they're the ones really like keep bugging their teammates over and over <laughs> and over um, to follow through and make sure they get it done. Um, and whereas like, we're just trying to coordinate and keep sure, make sure we have a spreadsheet uh, keeping track of each team. And so if we try to reach out to each team um, just on SAC ourselves, we wouldn't have nearly the amount of success that everyone else um, who's been really kind of use those personal relationships with their teammates to help make sure and walk them through the process. So just making sure that we never try to go about anything alone and realizing how much help you have along the way. Um, Gabby, I think this is your first time voting. Matt, I think you voted once before. Um, can you talk about what that feeling is like? I know uh, there's obviously a lot of changes when you go off to college, but it also does mean that during the four years in college will often be uh, the first time somebody votes in a presidential election. Can you talk a little bit more about what that feeling means to you? And I believe you may have already voted. Can you talk about that experience? Yes, I am an early North Carolina voter and I'm so proud of that. Um, this, I can't really describe the feeling. It's so exciting for a time in your life to come when your voice, you can actually speak and, you know, you see the results and just knowing that, um, you know, it's a time where you really feel like you are as equal, um, to other people around you. And, uh, for me, it was especially important because my parents grew up in the heart of the civil rights movement and just to have the opportunity to vote without legal barriers, even though there are some efforts, um, you know, that would try to do things otherwise, but um, I have a 97 year old grandfather and he didn't get to vote until late until his adulthood and he might be watching right now. So, hey grandpa, um, but it's just definitely, a, uh, <laughs> it's definitely a very heartwarming experience just to know that I have a voice and it matters and it counts. And I don't only vote for myself, I vote for my kids, my grandkids, for um, you know, all my brothers and sisters across the United States whose voices have been suppressed um, in various ways. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, and for me, it's it's something, it's, it's really cool to see one thing, um, my mom and dad, who I think are both watching right now, my mom and dad, uh, mm -hmm. they try to, 
instill in me growing up was a sense of empowerment and a sense of that I can, if there's something in my community that I'm not satisfied with, that we have the power to change it. And voting is just like the most concrete example of that that I've seen and saying that we get to determine who represents us. We get to determine uh, who makes the rules. In some cases in the California, on the California ballot, there are a hundred propositions that we could determine the rules ourselves. Uh, and it's, it's really, really neat and almost a humbling experience to be able to fill out that ballot and see that you get to make the choice yourself. And it's a reminder that of how important it is to be educated and how important it is um, to make this, these choices responsibly. And also just realizing that you don't have to be a product of your circumstances. If you're not satisfied with them, you have the power to change them. And so just knowing that going forward that you're only limited by uh, the amount of effort you're willing to put in. Now that you've both been so successful on uh, helping all these teams register and all the people on the team register, um, have you taken this uh, verve for organizing and getting people <laughs> registered to vote outside of Harvard Athletics to your family or your friends? Um, and do you have any recommendations for the rest of us if we're trying to get more people excited and interested in voting? Um, yeah, for me personally, um, just letting people know where I voted. Um, I was actually blessed enough to vote without any lines. So um, just spreading that news and just kind of keeping a bug in people's ear about how important this election is. Um, of course, there are very passionate voters and there are some people who aren't as excited, aren't as hopeful and just keeping the energy high and letting them know that this, this is one of those once in a lifetime elections where democracy is really on the line here and just having people involved no matter what side of the, whatever party they're affiliated with or if they're even affiliated at all, just letting them know that their voice actually matters no matter what they want to speak about, so. Yeah, uh, for me, I guess the organizing bug I've caught a little bit uh, this election cycle. My mom worked in politics and ran campaigns for two decades, so I, I guess I got it from her. Um, but yeah, I've worked for the Biden campaign since May, and so uh, it's been doing remote work on a campaign this time has been just phone call after phone call after phone call and 90% of the time they don't even pick up and when they do pick up oftentimes they don't want to talk to me but uh, just I think the power of persistence and um, just reaching out to, to everyone you can and really just never being never being uh, letting your enthusiasm wane at all or being discouraged. And then also uh, just how, much, how far it can go if you just text someone you know, um, and just to check in and make sure they have a plan for voting or they know where they're gonna vote or how they're gonna vote. Uh, because in this election, voting has been more un unsure and, uh, than ever before. So um, just that personal ask of it, like checking in on friends really goes a really long way. Matt, we heard about Gabby's um, experience voting. Have you voted or do you have a plan to vote? And what is it? Yeah, I actually just turned in my, uh, I mailed my ballot home uh, to California yesterday. Uh, I was very excited to do so. I took a selfie. I had my I voted sticker on all my Zooms yesterday. Uh, I took a video. I sent it to everyone I knew. Uh, and I was, yeah, my, my, uh, my parents mailed me my ballot and then I was just able to mail it right back. So uh, during this time, so you both successfully voted. Well done. So you're living up to your part of the Harvard Votes Challenge. Um, how are you checking in as, uh, as a team? You got everyone registered. Now the next step is to make sure that everybody votes. How, how is that process going? And uh, any stories from, uh, from what, hap what has happened so far with a week to go? Yeah. So what I could just say is um, Chris Aggie, who's a basketball alum from the men's team from, I think, 2018, um, has really gotten involved in different social activism causes this summer. And he 
being a Harvard alum has set up a couple workshops this week for saying like, now I've registered or now I've mailed my ballot, what's next? And so I think the next one is scheduled for Thursday where as many athletes as we can, we're trying to get onto a Zoom call just to get together and it'll be a text bank, whether it's like texting your teammates to make sure they voted or following up with friends and family to make sure they voted. And then SAC is trying to coordinate uh, an effort to touch base with each of the point people on teams like Gabby um, to make sure that they now, instead of just saying like, hey, have you registered? If they say, hey, what's your plan to vote? That's awesome. Well, well done. Um, I'm, taking, I'm taking notes for myself here on the side too. Um, uh, we talk a lot about uh, athletes as leaders at Harvard. Um, certainly, I think this year, a lot of, uh, Americans have seen uh, professional athletes as leaders as well, um, uh, talking about civic issues. Can you talk a little bit about how you see uh, your role as an athlete and your role as a leader and your role as um, a member of society sort of working, working together? Um, and if you've um, taken anything from the leadership role that professional athletes have played? Yeah, um, I'll speak on that. So I have been um, inspired tremendously by seeing um, people, professional athletes across all sports, um, really participating and speaking up about what's going on in the country and even around the world at that. And I think that it shows that um, one beautiful thing I can say that a lot of athletes pride themselves on is work ethic and drive and just being able to channel that in different ways in order to enact that change that we so desperately, desperately need. Uh, it's very inspiring. And I believe that we are setting an example for the generations to come to let them know that, you know, you're not just a number on a roster, but you are a human being. Your voice matters and your platform. You can do so much. There's so many. I know as a kid, I used to look up to college athletes so much. And um, just to know that if one person, one person can feel empowered to make the changes that we're working so hard um, to make that, that matters so much. So just seeing that all come together is very inspiring. Yeah. And for me looking up to, I've always admired professional athletes and now this summer they've given me even more reason to do so. I think being from LA um, now LeBron is on the Lakers. So just seeing all that he's done, he started uh, I think a voter registration nonprofit more than a vote. Um, just trying to be a huge voter registration and vote, uh, get out the vote drive, which has been, really cool to see him use his platform that way or the NBA players when I think in the middle of the playoffs they all decided to go on strike for two or three days um, because they weren't satisfied with the measures their owners were taking to combat racial injustice in their communities and they, they said they would only play if they had concrete solutions that were established and I it was really 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 neat to see how they would risk kind of like their salaries or risk their uh, risk sometimes in like a decision that might not have been popular with all of the fans to see um, to, uh, for a change that they wanted to see in their community. And it's been cool to be inspired by even other teams. So one thing we did with SAC was trying to compile um, all of the different social justice initiatives teams took this summer uh, in the wake of George Floyd's murder. And every team, just about every single team, either released a statement, started a fundraiser, um, talked about or made a commitment to have a voter registration drive, and or in some cases like talked about community service they would do in the local Boston community and I think that's part of what has made this voter registration initiative so successful is teams have made a promise back in May back in June about how they would be more civically engaged and more responsible and use their platform to affect change in good ways in their community and 
they've all now followed through. So it's been cool just to kind of ride that enthusiasm and momentum that uh, they set out uh, and now have kept up ever since June. I'd love to uh, talk more about that and come back to something that Gabby said earlier, which was if, if you love to lead, you have to love to serve. Um, and I can tell from the enthusiasm that you both have and clearly from the enthusiasm that you've generated amongst Harvard student athletes um, that this uh, uh, interest in civic engagement and having a voice is not going to end uh, next Tuesday. Um, it's not the end point. So can you talk about how you uh, keep this enthusiasm going? Um, is this going to, you, you feel like people are, are motivated and engaged to do this sort of every day of their lives, or you think this is really people are focused on November 3rd, or is this a longer term, uh, uh, you know, measure of activity? Um, I definitely think that this is certainly a movement, not a moment. And I think that um, people are really, they really realize the power of using your voice. And once you realize that power, you take it and you run with it and you keep on going until you see what you want. And I feel like um, that motivation is purely based on, um, you know, it's, it's bigger than you. And when you realize that you're dedicating yourself to something that's bigger than you, you're doing it for family, like my shirt says. Um, you know, you're, you're not just doing it for yourself to make yourself feel good, but there are people out there who are hurting. There are people who are dying. And to know that when you speak up, you can affect someone's life and even generations to come. I just, I definitely believe there's some fire up under this movement and it's going to take a lot to put it out. So well said, yeah. yeah, for me, I, I feel the exact same. Um, and seeing that, I think this summer we all uh, matured a little bit um, and seeing that not only was it enough just to make sure that we were responsible and civically engaged uh, individuals, but making sure that um, realizing kind of like the privileges that came with being Harvard student athletes and the platforms we were afforded, that it was not only our responsibility, but our obligation um, to use it to lift others up and to try and whether it's help those in our community around in the greater Boston area or in our communities back at home. Um, and I think that sense of maturity, that sense of responsibility, that sense of obligation is something that I think will last through November 3rd and hopefully continue beyond. Oh, we wanted to hear a little bit more about that as well. We talk about um, the challenges of doing any sort of organizing virtually and the um, stress that our communities, both very close to us and in the broader sense are, are feeling stress right now. Has this, have you felt that this has helped um, build further community on your teams and between and across teams to, to foster a, an overall athletics community? Definitely. Yeah, I have a joke with um, one of the other student athletes who's running the, helping with Harvard Most Challenges. This, her name is Gabby Fernandepol on the women's rugby team. And we text so much that we joke we're now best friends. Um, but yeah, I think it's just seeing that uh, we've had different Zooms and video calls. and We've had guest speakers come in um, with, we've partnered with UW, the Women of Harvard Athletics to have different calls and uh, in different, all these different events we've had and different conversations, I think it's kind of realized the people kind of like bridge gaps across teams and see people a little bit more for their humanity um, and kind of like get to know their background and more than just the sport they play and kind of realize some of the struggles they may be having and struggles they may share or struggles they may, they may have that's different from their own experience. And in doing that, I think it's, I think it's brought us all a little bit closer and helped us all become a little bit more empathetic. I know for both of you, you've mentioned a, a prior pre-existing interest in uh, either in uh, political engagement or civic engagement. Um, 
how has this, uh, this activity uh, impacted what you're thinking about doing with your own futures after Harvard? Uh, I'd say for me personally, it's given me a lot of motivation. Um, just having the opportunity to serve in this way, just it gave me more passion and um, deepened my empathy and just gave me a totally different perspective that, um, you know, the change you want to see is, is not that far off when you put in the work to do to achieve that change, to get that change. So um, I, I definitely am even 10 times more enthusiastic. And a lot of people know I'm an enthusiastic woman, but um, I'm fired up. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I think for me, it just being a senior and now having to kind of reckon with what I want to do after graduation, it's just become more than more clear than ever that I, I don't think I can justify doing any career that has a purpose that other than making other people's lives better. So whether that's ones I thought about our education or uh, going to law or politics, I think that I have to use and recognize the privilege and the platform that I've been given and gotten here from being at Harvard and use that to pay it forward, to make sure others that have opportunity, others have the same kind of transformative, fantastic opportunities that I've had uh, that they might not have been lucky enough to have. And so um, I, I don't think I'll ever, I just, it's made it more clear and just distilled it to the fact that I, I have been given so much and I need to give it back. So I think that's, I think that's what it's been for me. As our time starts to wind down, I want to be mindful that we've got a lot of alumni on the line who always like hearing stories about current student athletes. And we all remember back to the, the wonderful days we spent um, at Harvard and with Harvard Athletics. I wondered if each of you might have one story uh, that you could share with the alumni about, um, about what you've been doing um, with your teams uh, during, during COVID, um, about uh, the last season that you, that you were able to play. Um, or just a story you can share with us um, so that we can remember some of those wonderful, wonderful days um, that are that are so warm in our memories. Matt, I'll let you go. I'm trying to think of a good one. To so a story about being with our team? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, one story that that stands out is so our last complete season was um, two years ago. Um, last season we were spring sport, so we got cut short. Um, we our team ended. Uh, we had not won an Ivy League championship since I think you were on the team, Morgan. Um, I think it had been fourteen. A long years. time ago. No, so I mean, yeah, you might be confused. You might think that was so recently, but no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's been fourteen or fifteen years. And the year before, we thought we had a chance, and then on the final weekend, came up a little bit short. Um, but. This weekend, this time we ended up pulling through and I was lucky enough to be catching and be the one uh, on the on the field at the time when we ended up winning. And the final out, I ran up and bear hugged my pitcher. And then sure enough, we like got toppled over into a dog pile. And I made the decision to take my mask off, which um, in hindsight didn't work out so well because someone jumped on the dog pile and just I like, got cleated uh, like, right <laughs> on the nose. But I couldn't even feel it. I was not. I was unfazed. Uh, we were just on... Uh, we were on cloud nine. And then that night, I just remember we all got together and we're hanging out um, as a team and someone put on, we are the champions by queen. And I know it's a quick day, but it was like a kumbaya big hug circle. And we were just screaming as loud as we could. And we had a blast. And uh, my story is a little bit, sim uh, a little bit similar. So um, last year, one of the most memorable moments um, was when we beat Cal Berkeley the second year in a row. And, um, 
the way that my team, the way that we rallied around each other and encouraged each other, supported each other, I lost my voice. Like it was just an incredible experience just to see um, all of us just come together and see all of our hard work pay off and share a big group hug at the end, lots of screaming and um, just those moments is something you cherish for a lifetime. I feel like it was just yesterday and I look forward to so many more memories with my team like that. That's awesome. And we, as, as the alumni community, uh, tremendously enjoy watching you and your teams compete. So thank you for giving us, us that joy and thanks for sharing those stories. Um, as we're wrapping up, I also want to say again, just how incredibly proud I am and how incredibly proud we are of the work that um, you and all the current student athletes have done to take a proactive role um, in, uh, in our democracy and in this moment. Um, and I hope that you do continue with the same enthusiasm um, for, um, for a very long time. And we're, we're grateful for that. Um, just in closing, I'll open it up to both of you if there's anything um, anything else that you'd like to share, um, either about your feelings on um, what, uh, you know, what we've been talking about tonight, or if any other uh, amusing stories, because those always go a long way, uh, pop into your head. Um, well, first, I would like to say thank you to um, the Varsity Club. You guys are amazing, all the alums supporting us, and our friends and family and peers who came out. Um, thank you guys for this. And if you don't take anything away from this, please, please, please vote. People's lives depend on this and your voice matters. Know that your voice matters. And um, we're really excited for this time. So thanks. Yeah. And one thing I want to add on to that uh, super important message from Gabby is um, I, the people we work with at the Harvard Votes Challenge talked about how um, athletes far and away have been the most uh, successful group they've had in getting registered to vote. So it just, uh, we've almost had a hundred percent of people register to vote, whereas other groups are lagging a little further behind, but I think it just speaks to the culture, uh, and the lessons you learn of accountability and responsibility, um, of being an athlete. And I just take pride in that to everyone who's listening. I, like, I know Gabby and I, we both do and, and being Harvard student athletes and seeing that we are a really great group of people, um, who with, who have a really good sense of bigger purposes in mind, uh, and kind of remember our positionality and, use that for good. So I uh, just, uh, I just want to remind everybody to be proud because we really are. Yeah. Matt and Gabby, thank you very much. Thank you for the work that you've done. And thanks for spending the time with us uh, here tonight. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Great job and keep up the good work and everybody go vote. Thanks, thanks Morgan. <laughs>